0: Hello, uh, Miss Olgado. Thank you very much for for joining us today uh, for this uh, short interview. Um, my name is James Nevo, I'm part of the uh, the gas team at um, the Florence School of Regulation. Uh, and just if I could just introduce you very briefly, um, Marina is. Uh, part of the uh, technical collaboration program working on uh, hydrogen uh, with the IEA. Um, And she's here to talk with us a little bit uh, about the powers of hydrogen and uh, hydrogen to X session from the International Association of Energy Economics uh, online event series uh, that's taking place this year, 2021. Um, Here, uh, Marina's colleague, Miss Olfa Tlili, was uh, was joined by uh, Mr. Francesco Dolci from uh, the European Commission's Joint Research Center. Uh, and Mr. Benoit Decor from uh, Falcourt. Um, and the event was chaired by Mr. Paul Lucchesi from uh, the IEA. So again, uh, thank you very much, Marina, for kindly taking the time. We have uh, roughly nine or ten minutes uh, here to discuss the the session in question uh, as well as the the work of the TCP and yourself. so uh, the the floor is is yours for for an introduction, if you'd like.
1: Thank you, James, for having me today. As you said, I'm Marina Olgado. I'm the Technical Secretariat Coordinator of the Higher NTCP of the International Energy Agency. And I will be happy to answer your questions on the session that took place today on the IAEE conference.
0: Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. In which case, uh, let's, ju- let's just kick right off. So, how would you explain uh, to our viewers, uh, in a nutshell, what is the hydrogen TCP uh, and maybe Task 38 more specifically, and, and, and what could we learn from the results therein?
1: Great. That's a great question. So, actually, TCP inst- stands for Technology Collaboration Programme. Uh, Back in the 70s, the International Energy Agency created some uh, technology collaboration program for specific technologies and kept doing so in the following years. So there are a lot of TCPs, uh, one for each energy technology, but the hydrogen TCP is one of the oldest ones as it was created in 1977. So our main mission is to accelerate uh, uh, the hydrogen implementation and utilization and to position the hydrogen TCP as the premier resource for hydrogen expertise worldwide. And how are we doing that? So what we do is um, to create a network for knowledge sharing and international R&D cooperation. We have thematic working groups that we call Task, where experts from our member countries and sponsors collaborate through a number of years on a specific topic on hydrogen technologies. So that's the case, for example, for Task 38 on power to hydrogen and hydrogen to X technologies. Where over 60 experts from 17 different countries collaborated over four years to identify the different uh, power to hydrogen, hiring, hydrogen hiring to X applications, agree on a common terminology. They also did an assessment on the status on the policy and regulation and PTX technologies in different countries worldwide in terms of incentives, uh, legal barriers, etc. So here in the se- uh, in the session today some of the results were presented, but if our attendees or our viewers here go to our webpage, that is www.ieahydrogen.org, you will be able to see the final report with all the results uh, from these four years of of, uh, working of these uh, over 60 experts, where they did a mapping and reviewing of all uh, PTX demonstration projects. So you will be able to see, for example, which, uh, which is the main H2X application research in the last following years. Just for you to know, for example, the main uh, research application is hydrogen to fuel, understanding hydrogen to fuel as, for example, the use of hydrogen in fuel-selected vehicles, or the use of hydrogen to the production of synthetic fuels, but it's very close uh, followed by hydrogen to power. So that would be power to power through hydrogen, massive renewable energy storage through hydrogen for massive quantities of energy or for long periods of time. And the third would be hydrogen to gas. So the injection of pure hydrogen or synthetic methane in the natural gas grid. So these are the three main uh, applications, research in, the, in demonstration projects in the last few years. But, for example, other uh, pathways such as hydrogen to chemicals or hydrogen to industry that were very little research, like uh, 10 or 20 years ago, now are boosting. And now we find a lot of demonstration projects on that. So you will find also in the final report specific case studies for uh, we have five for specific application in specific countries. So we're analysed, for example, power to green ammonia for blasting industry in Chile, power to green hydrogen in Austria, power to green ammonia in Australia to export that ammonia to Japan and convert it back to hydrogen, or power to hydrogen converted to liquid hydrogen in Patagonia, Argentina, to export it to Japan, or a power to green methanol, through hydrogen and CO2 uh, in China. So in the final report, you will be able to see sensitivity analysis on the internal rate of return for different uh, prices of hydrogen and different prices of uh, CO2 emission rights. So when it is uh, economically feasible to tackle all these applications. So this is just some of uh, the main results that uh, our viewers can see in the Task 38 results, and I encourage them to visit our website, go to the final report, and go to the additional papers and technology briefs that are also available in our website.
0: Well, thank you very much. That's uh, an excellent summary, super comprehensive, uh, much appreciated. I feel like we've covered a, a good amount of the background there. Um, sort of, in my understanding, one of the main conclusions uh, in in the Task 38 project was that hydrogen was uh, was itself not being well represented in uh, sort of wider energy modeling scenarios. Um, what's your perspective on that? Uh, why was that? Has this changed recently in your experience?
1: Yeah, exactly. So Task 38 found out that current energy model scenarios were not uh, taking into account the complexity of hydrogen, as hydrogen is very cross-cutting, intersectoral, is not only a, a way to store renewable energy, as we said before, but also can use to decarbonize transport, to the carbonized industry, to inject in the gas grid. So it's a key to sector coupling. An energy modeling system, we're not taking that into account. So they found out that we needed an updated, available, and reliable data on how to properly model hydrogen in the energy modeling systems. So we took that in the Hydrogen TCP and created a successor task that is Task 41 on Data and Modeling that is doing just that right now in our Hydrogen TCP. So if any of our viewers is an expert on data interested in Hydrogen technologies, they can join our task and collaborate with experts from around the world on implementing this updated and updatable database on the key numbers of Hydrogen for it to be perfect, perfectly represented in the energy modeling systems. And we are aware that the International Energy Agency is doing huge efforts in their energy models uh, to implement this whole cross-sectoral uh, role of hydrogen.
0: Thank you very much for that. Very, very interesting. Um, now that we have hindsight, the, the session has taken place and uh, the views are expressed from, from our different speakers. Were there any sort of takeaways that you got from that, new reflections, perspectives? Uh, I don't know, perhaps a a consensus or disagreement among participants on, on the different subjects you'd like to reflect on?
1: So, um, on the presentation from Olfa, I think I I covered in my first question, but from Francesco that went uh, specifically to the regulation needs, what we can take from his presentation is that there's a need for standardization, there's a need for certification, and of course, to um, improve the permitting. So, we do need mainly to reduce the time needed to implement uh, projects from uh, PTX technologies from Benoit Decourt's presentation, we can take that uh, investors are willing to invest on PTX technologies. We are not facing the main challenges of where to get the money from. Now we have both public and private investors willing in investing in these technologies. The main challenge now is regulation again. So we need to reduce uh, the risk and the uncertainty on the regulation, on times, on what specific permits do we need, so right now, this varies a lot from country to country, the, the times are really extensive, it's, it's a really long process, so this is what we need to tackle. And for the last one, the roundtable, where uh, Olfa Tlili, Joris Proust, and Martin Rovinius, all task experts from Task 38, debated a little bit on, on, discussed on, on PTX technologies and the needs, They concluded that although we are now in the implementation period of PTX technologies, we may may think that we have passed the demonstration and come into the implementation period. That is true, but there is still a need for demonstration projects. But we must be very specific and very thoughtful on what these demonstration projects are uh, made for. So we need to... Of course, there's room for R&D to reduce cost, to increase efficiencies, but we must be very thoughtful on the specific processes that we are uh, investigating, the specific new materials, etc. So it, it must be very thoughtful. And it is very important too, that the project managers for these demonstration projects, once the project is finished, they create a very accessible way to access the lessons learned, the main challenges they faced, uh, the main conclusions from their uh, demonstration project so that future task managers don't go from zero, but can uh, construct and can build on what it was done before. So that is one of the main challenges faced by Task 38, that the, the difficult or the lack of information finished demonstration projects. We need knowledge-setting platforms as the high-end TCP. So that that would be it. And if if you if you allow me, I will I will encourage all of viewers to go to our website to know more about the Hydrogen TCP. If you are experts on hydrogen technologies, you can go to our activities and take a look of the new tasks that we are going to be implementing, the new topics that we will be covering, and of course go to our closed task task thirty eight to download the final report, the papers, and the technology briefs from power to hiding and, and to X Technologies. And if you are interested in this specific topic, we are hosting a joint workshop with the International Energy Agency the first of July. So you can register by going to our website under events and then workshops.
0: Thank you very much, Marina. And uh, indeed, I would uh, I would echo uh, I would echo those suggestions from you. And I think, uh, if I understood it correctly, there will perhaps even be be more results and new findings that will come out on that 1st of July session. So, uh, lots of reasons to to stay caught up uh, with this process. Uh, I'd just like to take this opportunity to say thank you very much again for your time. Um, and uh, and yeah, we look forward to hopefully collaborating again uh, in the future. Thank you very much.
1: Sure. Thank you for having me today, James. Thank you. Bye.
0: My pleasure. Thank. You.